Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me this morning, early, early, early in the morning on the Word Podcast. That's the reason I sound so like a bullfrog. I have a long, long day ahead of me. Uh, if I don't get our time together, to, together, I'm having to do it really early in the morning, but that's okay. Uh, let me take us to Matthew 24. This is where we have been. And Jesus has been saying some serious things to um, his disciples here, four of them that had asked a question. Remember the question. When will these things occur, and what will be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age? And Jesus has given a lot of detail, which we've been covering. Now in verse 32, he says this, Now, learn the parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So did you catch that? Jesus literally tells him, learn the parable from the fig tree. He says, when you look at it and you look at its branch and it becomes tender and it starts putting forth leaves, you know that summer is near. He continues, so you too, when you see all these things, recognize that he is near right at the door. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Jesus says, so recognize that he is near, and really the word is it. Recognize that it is near, right at the door, literally right at the doors. Well, what's he talking about? What is the it? It's everything that he's just shared in answering these questions right here. You know how he gave that panoramic overview in verses 4 through 14, and he comes back and he talks about the abomination, the desolation that when those who are in Judea see that, they must flee to the mountains. Okay, if you're on the housetop, don't go in the house even. If you're in a field, don't go get your cloak. Woe to those who will have a hard time uh, traveling easily, like those who are nursing babies or who are pregnant. And he said, you need to pray that your flight not be in the winter or on a Sabbath day, on a day that would, uh, weather conditions or a day that would slow you down. <clears throat> and Jesus said, there's going to arise a great tribulation such has not occurred since the beginning of the world until now nor ever will these days are going to be so bad so bad that unless they'd been cut short no life would have been saved and that's speaking of the life of those that are being persecuted of the jews and of the believers true christians but he says those days will be cut short and they'll be cut short for the sake of the elect. Okay? For the the elect literally means the chosen ones. <clears throat> so he told them and warned them, don't, don't believe everything you hear. Somebody will be saying, oh, Christ is over here. Somebody will be prophesying that this will be happening. He says, don't believe him, don't believe him. I've told you in advance about this. And he says, well, it's going to be coming like a flash of lightning. He said, at the end of the tribulation, what's going to cut that tribulation off is that the sun, moon, and stars are going to go dark. And the sign of the coming of the Son of Man will appear in the sky. What is that sign? Well, I think it's a multifold sign. 
that you're seeing that everything was black. Sun, moon, and stars go dark. <clears throat> well, the sun, moon go dark, quit giving their light. That is really interesting, by the way. And then um, the stars fall from the sky. That's even more interesting, right? And he says, in this total darkness, all of a sudden, the Son of Man will appear with all his power and all his glory. You'll see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky. In other portions of Scripture, we know that he's coming from the eastern sky, that type of thing. Okay? And there's going to be a great trumpet that will be sounded, and, and God will send forth his angels to gather together his elect. So it's that whole sequencing of things that we see here in Matthew 24. <clears throat> you also see the camp member over Mark 13, Luke 21, that Jesus is referencing here. He says, when you see all these things, okay, when you see all this stuff happening, know that he is near. And in the same way <clears throat> that you look at a fig tree and you see his branch start to become tender, that, that takes a little period of time, a few days, a few weeks maybe, starts putting forth leaves few days, few weeks, you know that summer is near. Notice that summer is not yet there, but you see it's a process. So he says, you too, when you see these things starting to happen, you can know, and the New American Standard says, he is near right at the door, the return of the Lord, return of Jesus. You will know that it is near right at the door, the day of the Lord. But then Jesus gives even more insight into it in verse 34. 35, he says this, Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. You talk about a verse that's been applied in various kinds of ways. And again, these are things that you don't separate fellowship over. These are things that you can discuss. <laughs> you can discuss heatedly, okay? But uh, you don't separate fellowship over it. Uh, a lot of people believe that this Jesus is saying that this generation is the generation he's talking to. In other words, for these folks right here, you're not going to pass away until all these things take place. How long is a generation? In one portion of the generation, a, a scripture of the generation is 100 years. In another portion, it's 40 years. In another portion, it's 20 years. It's contextually timed, right? And so uh, I, I don't think that's what he's saying. I don't think he was saying that the first century. Uh, there were some things that happened within that generation. The temple was destroyed, 70 A.D., within 40 years of time that Jesus was resurrected. But I think what he's saying, particularly in the context, what we're reading right here, is that the people that start seeing all this stuff happens, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. He's given us a sense of timing. Once these things start happening, it's not going to take a period of years. It will take a period of days, weeks, perhaps. Well, there, there are, will be months or the whole thing. Because there's one uh, thing you see in Revelation is five months long. So we know that there's months involved with it. But it's not going to be a period of hundreds of years. It's not really going to be a period beyond uh, <clears throat> a certain period of years, shall we say. Uh, the 70th week of Daniel, seven years, plus a few more weeks. So Jesus says, when you see these things, know that this generation will not pass away to all take place. Then the last verse, Matthew 24, 35. Jesus says this, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. As a matter of fact, heaven and earth will pass away from the perspective of not being annihilated, not being eliminated. There will be a new heaven and a new earth. 
It's actually quite exciting, isn't it? Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.